0: you describe stuff in a way that makes sense please today we are talking about the very neutral topic of audio description for blind people
1: i wonder if it works for people with like sensory processing issues
0: i cannot understand what it's like to have sensory processing issues but um i'm imagining for some people it would actually be too much to have audio description on while you're listening to um type of media, whether it's TV or movie or whatever. Somebody might think it's too much. For people who don't know what audio description is, so essentially what happens is a narrator, and usually they're live human beings, they have a script, I believe, and they give context to what is happening on screen. So they do not give us a play by play visually of everything mm-hmm. that is happening. They cannot do this because you get into talking over the audio, talking over the dialogue, if there is dialogue in a Mm -hmm. movie or a TV show. So I think this is another reason why it's scripted, because you do have to keep these narrations as concise as possible. Mm -hmm. You want to communicate as much information as necessary, as succinctly as possible. There you go. That's another reason you don't just have a person actually sitting there watching what's happening, right?
1: They used to. I wanted to talk about the evolution of audio description.
0: Oh, talk about this because this is what I am not aware of.
1: Yeah, so back in the day, and when I say back in the day, at the first time I saw something with audio description, I can't remember if it was August Rush or if it was the bucket list. And they used to have somebody that would sit up at the top and they would try to describe the movie as best as possible. You still had to wear headphones and stuff, but they would describe it as best as possible.
0: You're talking about someone providing audio description in a movie theater. Is that what you're talking about?
1: my bad. That's how it used to be. That's how it originally started. And then... They started to outsource the work and put it over, I want to say put it over the track.
0: Editing Raven here, bringing you an accurate explanation of what audio description is, because I was mistaken in my original explanation. There are two different ways to include audio description in a video. One is replacing the original soundtrack of the video with a version of the soundtrack that contains audio description. And the second way is two audio tracks play at the same time, the soundtrack of the video content and a secondary track, including the audio description. Just wanted to clarify. Back to the conversation.
1: Yes, but here's the thing. Nowadays, you get these devices. So for those who don't know, if you go into a movie theater, uh, you go in, you tell them you need the audio description for the visually impaired. You have to specify because they'll try to give you the one for the deaf people or the hard of hearing people. And it used to be like this little box and you could bring your own headphones or they provide some. Now it's just these like giant over the ear headphones. One side controls the movie and the other side controls the audio description. They've upgraded in the past. I want to say like three years or so. The other people, of course, in the audience can't hear it, but that's why you have to specify like which movie that you want. And it's gotten more refined. Now it seems like they outsource everything to the UK because us, were pretty much every audio descriptor <laughs> is from <Wow>. the UK.
0: <laughs> I disagree with that because I watch a lot of audio described content. Mm-hmm. And most, most of the stuff I've consumed recently has been audio described by people who have some type of American accent.
1: Hmm. Uh, maybe it's because I only go to the movies for Marvel comic releases. All of those have all been people from the UK. So I, I will say my sample size is most likely much smaller than yours.
0: Sure. I've never consumed audio description in a movie theater.
1: Mm-hmm. It is different.
0: I've never dealt with that. Usually I rely on the person I'm with. Well, first of all, hey, fucking hate a movie theater. Not going now. But I, yeah. usually I just rely on the person I'm with. Mm-hmm. To audio describe as we're sitting there for the longest time I would just go to the movies with my family for this very reason because my yeah, family me too it's like hitting a button like oh Raven's in the room we are now audio describing everything. That's great that they do that. I appreciate that. I don't expect that from other people and yeah. I went to the movies with somebody I don't know within the past eight years or something. <laughs> And they said that they would audio describe the person said that, that I went with. And they did not. It's not anything I hold against a person because, especially sighted people, right? Sighted people have a very hard time, I don't want to say disengaging from visual stimuli, but they get very consumed by it. Mm. And so it's very hard to focus on the screen visually. You know, people like to get lost in the movie and then remember, oh, I have to audio describe. So the person would occasionally remember to audio describe. But um, and I don't know, some people are like, well, you should have reminded them. And I'm like, it's fine. Because usually when I go to a movie, I sit there and fall asleep anyway. It's a stress response because it's too loud. And so my brain is just like, goodbye.
1: I see. So
0: there's only certain types of movies also that I like to watch in theaters. But anyway, I've never used audio description in movie theaters. I have, I mean, I've watched, I have Apple TV Mm -hmm. and I've watched movies through that and the other apps and stuff. And so that's how I usually consume audio described content.
1: I used to do the same thing that you did. I used to go with my family and I would always make sure to sit in between two people. It was always some assemblance of siblings. And so when one wasn't doing it, I was like, hey, and I would just switch off because it's a lot of work trying to audio describe to someone, like see what you're seeing, process it, have your emotions, and then tell the person without too much lag in between time. And so I figured out really early that if I split it, I would be more likely to get a more complete visual of the movie. Oh, that's and interesting. I used to be able to pretty much get through a movie. With just my ears alone. But any movie made after like mm, 2000-ish, 2003, once CGI and stuff took off. And again, it depends on what type of movies you watch. If you're watching like, you know, some of those period pieces and stuff, probably you're not going to get that much CGI, right? So it's more about the dialogue. And if you're interested in what the people look like, then sure. But like if you're watching action movies or stuff like that, Then the CGI and stuff has gotten so much more intricate that now it's really hard to get through a movie like that without audio description because there's so much happening and there's less being said for you to really have some sort of like anchor point like, okay, this is what's happening right now.
0: I do not like watching a movie or TV without audio description. I mean, obviously it's possible we all used to do it. <laughs> yeah. Those of us who were born in the 90s or prior, I guess, right? Yeah. I definitely have a show. I purchased all the seasons of it. It's not audio described. And I don't know if there's settings anywhere for me to choose that option. For it. it's, mm-hmm. a D- it's a DVD set. And that's fine. I can watch this show Because it's a comedy show. A lot of comedy, not all of it, but a lot of comedy is the dialogue anyway. And sometimes the dialogue is so prolific and sufficient enough for you to understand what happens. Sometimes.
1: Sometimes.
0: It's tough with other types of content with action, right? Action, trying to do that without audio description to me is mind-blowing. I don't even know how people do it. And then also, I'm a horror movie fan. Love, love horror. And so trying to do that without audio description, I have two feelings about doing horror with audio description. Because actually, Mm -hmm. there are times where the audio description kind of ruins the scare because the way they have to mix the description in, sometimes the audio description tells you what's happening before it actually happens. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason they do it that way, though, is because, like I said, they don't want to layer it over the sound of whatever the media is. They really don't want to put it over dialogue or, you know, whatever. Right. You know, in in horror, there's lots of screaming and all of this stuff. Well, music is not so important, but it's the other stuff. The other sound effects that make the movie what it is. And you don't want to bury that under audio description if you don't have to.
1: I'm talking about like the jump scare music and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that jump scare music, screaming, all of these different other, like I said, all those sound effects that make the movie what it is. So you don't want to ruin that experience. But I have had it a couple of times where they tell you what's happening before it actually happens on screen or in the movie. I mean, it's fine, but it is tough to get through horror without it because so much of it is visual Is visual. i do mm-hmm. like horror movies though where they really put so much thought into the sound i've watched some recently where they did a really damn good job with the sound design and man i really appreciate when they do that
1: i actually wanted to harken back to what you were saying earlier about uh the describers voices and Mm -hmm. i do have to admit that when i listen to streaming platforms like disney plus um netflix stars even even amazon prime uh they do all have american yeah because a lot of
0: those are through i think it's pixelogic media and Mm. dubbing brothers there's one more company i'm not thinking of
1: another thing i wanted to point out is the type of things that you watch some things don't even need audio description like but one thing that i have always found that did not require audio description is anime simply because of the structure of anime they do a lot of exposition and so they tell you what either just happened or what's about to happen, or what is happening. And I loved watching anime as a kid, and even still today, I freaking love. I am definitely an anime head. And I loved watching it because those were the few times where it didn't matter that I couldn't see the screen, because I still knew what was happening. So This it is an felt-
0: interesting take, because you're right. I think about cartoons like... Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Mm -hmm. Mm Yu-Gi-Oh, and you're right. They really do tell you what's happening. It's so incorporated into the way that the script is written for the characters, and so you really don't need audio description for that.
1: You really don't, and I freaking love it. Now, fortunately, as far as anime goes, I can only watch dubbed because I tried doing the subbed and having like voiceover read the subtitle. Listen, it's too much.
0: It's way too much. Yeah, Having voiceover (laughs) read it is not.
1: No. So I'm definitely a dubbed darling. And I know people are like, man, that's not the truest form. It's not. But it's what I have. So but that's one of the things. And I honestly can't think of anything else, any other like genre or style of media like that that it's built in and i don't think it was on purpose like we need to make sure blind people know what's happening it's just Mm-mm. the way is written is written
0: i think comedy is a close second it's not on the same level as anime mm-hmm. obviously some comedic effects on the audience are still visual mm-hmm. right but i do think comedy is a close second to where you can sit through it and get by without audio description more mm-hmm. easily than you can with other genres. True. I want to talk about poorly done audio description because I you have had a rant. I well, I have <laughs> recently encountered. Okay, so first of all, I don't know if if the word I'm about to use is even a real word, but I'm encountering this with what I call micro media
1: mm-hmm.
0: or micro content.
1: It's a word today.
0: It's a word now. <laughs> but I'm watching this little series and all the episodes are 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when you pack as much as you can into a 10 minute episode, the way they did this audio description is just not working out well. It's for an Australian guide dog school. They're doing a series. So I'm watching it and I don't know who they hired out to mix the audio together. They did a shit job because... Uh-oh. The audio description is quite frequently over dialogue or they have to speed it up. They have to speed up the <laughs> audio description to like 5x or 10x or whatever. It sounds really weird, right? Because a lot of audio description is very slow. They're speaking, I don't know, at a normal, speed at a normal pace, if not a touch slower. It's all the same speed throughout that track. But this is weird because it's at different speeds throughout the little show. Like I said, sometimes it's over dialogue. Sometimes the audio description is under the dialogue or under music and sound effects. The way they mixed the track in was just so poorly done, unfortunately. I mean, it's a really cute series, and I, I love it. I love that the school did it and everything, but oh God, it's so bad.
1: I give them points for trying.
0: I do give but, them points uh, for trying.
1: If it's not done well, it's not effective.
0: Exactly. I don't like audio description done by these AI voices. I am sorry. I know like, th- this, no, is, this is where we're going. The future is here and everything, it. but oh God, I hate it. I mean, and listen, like, You and I, as blind people, we listen to um, synthesized speech all All the the time. time. On our computers, on our phones, Mm -hmm. other devices. That being said, I think that it doesn't have a place everywhere.
1: I would agree. Some things do need that human touch. Also, too, it can pull you out of what's happening. Like if somebody, even if a person, but it's worse when it artificial voice does it and it says a word wrong or something they always do what and then you're and
0: now you're (laughs) stuck you are stuck (laughs) you're
1: like what just happened
0: it's so fucking distracting (laughs) it is
1: so (laughs) annoying and i'm like See, this is where you need a person
0: Okay, so again, I appreciate that this feature is here, but um, you know, I've gotten on TikTok recently, and on TikTok they have that artificial they have a voice, lot of that. Yeah. and I hate her voice. I don't know who she is. I don't know if that's a synthesized voice or if they AI'd a voiceover artist or not.
1: Dude, it's that one or the dude voice. The dude voice is worse. I
0: haven't heard the male voice, but oh my God. the female voice—her voice is really up here, and, and she talks like that completely. That inflection. <laughs> Is really annoying. That's what gets me. I'm like, why is her inflection like that? That is so unnatural.
1: It's like super bouncy. Yeah. And it's like, why?
0: And again, I appreciate that there's a feature of, okay, the text on screen is being read because I can't look at it. Right. But anytime I encounter a TikTok video with that voice in it, I'm like, next, no way. I don't even care what the text says. I don't care what's going on in the video because I can't listen to her.
1: (laughs) And see, I'm the opposite. When I hear it, I just deal because I want
0: to know. Oh,
1: because there's no other way I'm going to know.
0: They did this with Siri for a little bit. I use the Australian female voice for Siri. Well, I use the Australian female voice and I use the black American female voice as well. Listen. But for a little bit, the Australian female voice, she sounded super cheery for everything. It's 65 degrees outside. And I'm like, I don't need you to lift my mood. (laughs) it's interesting how it impacts you right Right. it does emotionally affect you when you have these voices it's like all right you're trying to do too much with synthesized speech and uh, just be a robot please don't do this
1: (laughs) i I understand that i want to talk about the limits of audio description what i mean by that is okay you're black i'm black our families are Black. Yes. And we watch and interpret movies culturally. We watch them differently. Yes, we do. And there are things that just can't be conveyed in an audio description. No,
0: they can. <laughs> it's the way they wrote that <laughs> script, though.
1: I actually agree with you there because we know, majority of the time, there's most likely not any Black folks in the room writing said scripts because if there were, there will be emphasis on different things. It's interesting to me when I watch a movie or something via audio description and then I talk about it with my family or my friends who are black and then it's not that I watched a totally different movie. It's that I was only alerted to certain things that they either didn't deem interesting enough or that didn't leave as much of an impression as the things that they honed in on. And that can be said from person to person, right? But it's really interesting to note, I think, about how my sister especially talks about, you know, the looks on people's faces and stuff like that. They don't audio describe those because they can't really.
0: This is me interrupting again. So very general descriptions of facial expressions are given in audio description, such as a look of terror spreads across her face or he leaves the room fuming. I think most of us are aware that expressions like shock, anger, confusion, etc. look different from person to person. There are sometimes cultural differences. And you can spend as much time describing a facial expression as you could describing an outfit. But specifics of facial expressions aren't provided because descriptions need to be kept concise so that they're not intrusive. Okay, bye. Again, there's only so much audio you can put in there. They are not describing everything, everything. on the screen. They are no. not giving you a person's full costume. Because there's sometimes I'm like, I would love to know what this person is wearing. Um, I, like I would love to, to though, know a costume design.
1: They pared that down. They used to tell you what the character you looked right. like.
0: They and- would get people's appearance in there.
1: And now they are like, they don't. They'll just give you the basic white male or whatever. I was watching Ms. Marvel, which is a superhero on Disney+. And they were like, oh, she's a South Asian teen with dark hair and dark eyes. That's a description. But as a person, I don't know what that means. Like, she's a South Asian teen. Like, that is, that is right.
0: very <laughs> basic. Oh, my God. And that's
1: like, it's like filling. you can make her whatever you want. Just these are just the about Jesus. <laughs> and so it's like, I remember watching August Rush, for example, and they were talking about I forget her name who played the mom, but they were they ran her down. They're talking about her eyes were this color. She was about this where her hair was this type. She was wearing this. And of course, if they're somebody who changes their clothes all the time, that's you know not a thing you're going to be able to do. I will say in the action movies, I can't recall because I was just talking to my sister or rather the superhero movies. I think if, oh, I don't know, Scarlet Witch comes on scene when she's in her Scarlet Witch form, she has a distinct costume that doesn't change. So stuff like that or like the Black Panther or whatever, you need to describe those costumes because those are integral to who these characters are. But if you're just having Wanda Maximoff, who is Scarlet Witch, but when she's just a regular person walking around, I don't need to know what Wanda Maximoff is wearing, right? Right. But when she turns into Scarlet Witch, you do need to say, okay, she's got her Scarlet Witch outfit on and this is what it looks like. And I don't recall if they do that Or even like I was talking to my sister about the Wakanda forever and everybody kept doing it. And they were like, oh, they crossed their arms over their chest in the Wakanda forever. What does that look like? So I was showing her like, well, this is what I think it means to cross your arms over over your chest. It's funny. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) You can't see. But, you know, it's a different cross. Your hands are a certain way. Or even back when I was watching the Hunger Games and the Mockingjay sign, like, describe I don't actually remember them describing the actual sign. They don't describe the
0: Mockingjay sign, at least yeah. not not what I watched. I watched Hunger Games with audio description and I, yeah, they didn't describe that.
1: And that's the thing. Like, those are things that are important that people are like, oh, like maybe they didn't think it would be as important.
0: Because we don't know who's writing those scripts, because I will say it is interesting To think about how the perspective that you get of the media you're consuming is through whoever wrote that script. Exactly. For the audio description. And sometimes it is a person who understands what the focal point of the piece of media is. So, for instance, Olivia, when you visited, we watched, I'm not going to remember what it's called now. There was a series of shows that is based on an anthology, a book rather. Mm It's an anthology of stories related to feminism. And so the one particular show was about race, essentially like being a black woman in the world. And it was interesting, though, that in the audio description, it was written like the character is a black woman. She passes a magazine rack or something. And on the cover are two black women in bathing suits. And even that was interesting to me because a lot of times you don't even get what the race or ethnicity is of characters. Well, I mean, a lot of times they're white people. (laughs) but
1: that's true
0: it is interesting to watch a show like that or even there was another one where the women were indian women and that was incorporated into the audio description and i think actually in that one where the main character was black they even wrote in the audio description when she walked into a room and there were three white guys i think In there
1: because it was important. Don't it
0: it was important for that scene. It was important for that show. I was going to say, if anybody comes through with the "why does that matter" bullshit, I swear to God,
1: you want to fight, huh? That's all I hear. That's all I hear. It It fucking matters matters because
0: we want to know we're being represented and essentially for that because story we live in
1: a racialized world are one of those people who want to be on the nonsense train about it shouldn't matter listen it does matter that's all you need to know you don't have to believe it but i don't need you, you do to agree have that. i don't need you to agree nope. but it is what it is
0: it matters to us as black people to know that we're being represented and like we said it is the focal point in some stories.
1: In some stories.
0: There's a Facebook friend I have, and I believe they are white. She was talking about how growing up, she watched the Huxtables or the Cosby show, whatever you want to call it. And she was talking about how she didn't realize for so long that they were black characters, right? This is a blind woman. Sorry, I didn't specify. And so she did not know that the cast, essentially, of the Huxtables is black people. And I saw that comment under that post. Like, well, why does it really matter? It matters for us to know as blind people that everybody on TV is not white. That frames the lens that you have of the world.
1: I do want to unpack that before I forget. The fact that she just defaulted to the fact that they had to be white is very telling. It is. Didn't even think they were black. To me, they all have black voices. Yes. But to her, because she wasn't told they were black, she just assumed they were white. Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, I think that frames your understanding of the world, especially when we live in a very discriminatory world. Imagine thinking everybody on TV is white, right? Like there are no black people on TV, which (laughs) there was a time where that was true, they would just throw people in blackface Mm -hmm. or you'd get really light-skinned black people, right? You couldn't have, like, really dark-skinned black people on TV. Mm -hmm. But that frames your understanding of how discriminatory or how accepting the world really is, even when we think about people's appearance outside of race. There's weight-based discrimination. There's height-based discrimination. There's all sorts of discrimination based on appearance. And so when you have an understanding as a blind person, like you just default to only certain types of people are on TV because audio only gives you so much information if it is not framed for you through other people's perspectives, Mm -hmm. then wow, that just gives you a whole different outlook. Even I'm thinking about it in a different way as a black blind person than a white blind person. Mm-hmm. Is because maybe a white blind person wouldn't even see that outlook as problematic, whereas me as a black blind woman, I think that's problematic to
1: automatically problematic. assume
0: everybody on TV is white when they're not.
1: Right. I 100% agree. Have you ever tried to watch audio description in another language?
0: I haven't. I have recently watched a couple of different shows that were originally performed in a different language. Mm-hmm. There's a show on Apple TV. I believe it's the show Tehran. I tried to get through this. I believe throughout the show they're speaking Arabic or a language in that family. Mm-hmm. Not only though, is there audio description, but then there are other people repeating the Arabic in English, right? Because I'm an English oh. speaker, and so oh now, my. it goes even further than that. But there's more. They had a woman voicing the female voices and then they had a guy voicing the men's voices so now i've got three different people's voices in addition to everything that's going on on the show and i'm sorry it is too much there's a threshold it's too many voices i got people (laughs) reading subtitles to me i'm just like i don't know what you do i understand that the people reading the subtitles I don't understand why they couldn't get one person to do all of that. Why not just one voice?
1: I wonder if it's cultural.
0: Well, I don't know. But let me tell you, the other hard thing is the way that audio description is set up, you are supposed to read in a neutral tone. Okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. You are not supposed to be emotionally connected to it. And like I said, people are not watching what they're actually describing when they are reading these scripts. Let me tell you, though, when whoever is reading subtitles is reading it in a really flat tone when a woman is saying I love you and you just hear it as the listener as I love you and I'm like that does not sound like she loves him but
1: not convinced (laughs) yes
0: I'm not convinced she loves him it was like somebody told these voiceover artists or whoever read this stuff like read this stuff in the most flat tone possible I mean it's just very distracting it's too many voices the lack of tone is just incredibly underwhelming and i oh god i got through like two and a half episodes or something before i was just like you know what that's
1: actually pretty good because i would have <laughs> been like nope no no no, no
0: nope nope i wanted minutes. to know where the show went the show is fucking interesting god yeah. damn it I get that. I need to turn audio description off, but then I'm not going to know everything that's happening because there's a lot of action scenes and stuff in here. And you got people pretending to be other people and all this stuff that I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know if I don't have the A.D. though. So
1: I do get that. And there's a tolerance level for each person. Yeah. There was actually a time I gave up on it because I'm still slowly, eventually, hopefully, maybe, please, God, learning Italian. So I actually tried to use audio description to learn Italian. So I'd leave the audio, like the regular audio in English, and then I'd switch the audio description into Italian. That lasted for like 10 minutes, and I was like, "Uh uh-uh.
0: No, you just need to listen to a podcast in Italian. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) My plan was to watch a movie or something that I already knew, but it didn't work, so. (laughs) (laughs) But I know some black folks, they hate it. There's a divide in the blind world of who likes audio description and who hates it. And I have not found any real correlation. I thought I did. I thought it was people who had sight before and maybe lost their sight slowly or abruptly, but at an older age, I figured those people wouldn't care for audio description, whereas there would be blind folks who've never seen anything who liked it. And that's not the case. Mm -mm. It's all over the board as to who likes it and who doesn't and why. I personally am fully in the camp of, I can't imagine watching anything without audio description anymore when it doesn't have it. I get an attitude. I feel like there's so much that is being left out there's that so I don't much know. Missing. Exactly. So for me, it's like mm-mm, I need my audio description, and it's that's frustrating. It.
0: It's so frustrating <laughs> watching a show or TV or a movie without it, especially like when I'm fully invested. Right? If I don't give a fuck, I'm just in the room while some people are watching whatever. I don't care. But when I have invested my time or money into watching something. I want audio description, damn it. I recently, within the past several years, there was a horror movie I wanted to see and I could not find it audio described. Somebody sent me the movie. And first of all, it's really the worst movie to try to watch. It's the boy. And essentially this couple hires a nanny to watch their son. Their son is a fucking doll. It's not a person. Mm -hmm. And it's a possessed doll, though. And so, of course, a lot of this movie, though, is this doll doing all these different things and freaking this nanny out. There's not even a lot of dialogue to go off of. And man, I was just like, God, I would love some A.D. for this fucking movie. Shit. I feel you. This actually kind of goes
1: back to the limitations. What gets audio described? Yes. There's this show right now that's really popular. And especially Black in the Black community, the segment of the Black community is called P-Valley and it's on stars. The premise is about basically it surrounds these strippers at a strip club called The Pink. It goes through the lives of the strip club owner and everybody just connected to it. It's a really great show. It's not audio described at all. So when I watch it, I just watch it and then I go and I get as I glean as much as I can because I really like the show, but I have to go and ask other people or what I started to do was read the episode breakdowns. I need to know what I missed. That's a way to compensate for it. But I I think it's interesting that there are certain shows that just are not on the radar of getting audio described. If P Valley ever gets audio described, I'll be so ecstatic, but, uh, Stars is stars. They could have set that up for somebody to audio describe it.
0: They could have, because Apple does it. Accessibility is in the forefront for Apple. So, I mean, whenever a show is released on Apple TV, it's all audio described. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They don't have to retroactively... Do it, which is really mm-hmm. nice. I have been able to find films from the 30s and stuff in the 40s Man. and found them audio described, which is really nice that there are companies who have gone back and done that.
1: I agree. I watched a Clockwork Orange this whole oh, yes. year ago. Somebody had gone back and audio described that, which brings me to my next point the ways in which things can be audio described, like where you get your audio description. Sometimes it's built in. There was a thing, I think it's called Sarah. I think it's an app the blind folks were going nuts over it i never figured out how to use it
0: what is that app though
1: so you can download the movie or the audio description for said movie on your phone
0: That's oh. what you can do.
1: yeah there are things that have the movie you know blind my smart had a um, yes
0: blind my smart had a movie vault or whatever they called yeah. it. How where... do they
1: have it anymore, do
0: they? No, I don't think it exists anymore. I think they shut that bitch down. Um, Just It's so sad. It's it was so free. Sad. It was free. It would be an MP3 track, though, for people who don't know. Yeah, so,
1: so you couldn't watch it. You could but... not
0: watch it. No, you downloaded the audio of the movie, and they mixed in the audio description track. And it was Absolutely. really fucking cool, because that was TV shows and yes. movies. Series. I lived
1: on oh, freaking blind My smart. It
0: was lovely. It was so great while it, <sighs> it was, lasted, man. While was, it
1: lasted. As <laughs> all good things must come to an end, they I They do.
0: They come to a close. This doesn't exist anymore either, but there was a app you could download on your computer. I don't remember what it's called, but they had audio described TV shows and it actually had channels. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It had like five channels. I don't know if it was visual or not, because all of this was pre-recorded stuff. Mm-hmm. So one channel was like science and medical stuff. So you could watch these medical shows, you know, where they're performing these surgeries on people and Interesting. all of it's being audio described. And then there was the channel for cartoons. There was the channel for sci-fi and they had like audio described episodes of Star Trek and stuff.
1: Oh, look at that.
0: Yeah. So it was all pre-recorded stuff. Reruns, as you would call it, I guess now. I mean, the app is dead now, but that was really cool when it existed.
1: (laughs) We would be remiss if we did not mention audio description and plays and musicals.
0: This is an Olivia thing because I am not into this type of media at all.
1: Okay. I don't go to too many, but unfortunately, you kind of have to call ahead and see if it's going to be described, if that's an option. When I was in Hawaii, we went to the Polynesian Cultural Center. And at the end of, I think it's every night, but I'm not sure. They have this giant, like this really elaborate, it's like a play meets a musical meets a, it's wild. It's really awesome. But it's called The Breath of Life or Ha, The Breath of Life. And so it's a it's, stage
0: performance.
1: It's a stage performance, but it's unfortunately for me, it wasn't audio described. There was a narrator, but he'd only talk sometimes. But it was like basically, you're following this guy, and he's going from each Polynesian island. He leaves his own, and he's growing up, and da 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 da. And he goes to each Polynesian island, and then they do something that that Polynesian Island is famous for. There's no talking. So there's like dancing. There's like fire. There's the fire dancing. There's other stuff like that. And it's really cool, but it's not audio described. And when I asked the guy at the ticket counter, because of course you run into a situation most, a lot of times where the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing, but you have to ask. So I was like, do you guys have audio description for the Breath of Life play? And he was looking at me like, I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) And it turns out the answer is no. And so that's a thing for a lot of people, too. There's sometimes it is available. But if you're into that sort of media, you are more likely probably just going to go. I ended up going to sleep through the plague. And my family even was like, it's really hard to explain. I'm like, and I was honestly, I was sad yeah, because it's
0: dance like it's choreography, right? Yeah. Like How do you describe that?
1: And you can't, because even the the stage setting was like elaborate and just really intense. So, or even when I was a dancer, I remember one of my friends, he's blind. He came to watch me. I was a belly dancer and he was like, yo, it's really hard (laughs) to have someone describe dance. And I'm like, I bet it is. I only know what's happening because I'm the one doing it. But to have certain things described probably doesn't go over as well.
0: Have you ever sat through audio description and um the narrator describes things in a way that actually still doesn't make, make sense you more confused? Yeah, yeah, because I'm sorry. there's sometimes where I don't know who is writing the script, but I'm like, yeah, that made sense in your head. And I don't know if anybody else knows what that means. And it's not like the entire track. It's just there are ways certain things are described. And I'm just like, what does that even mean, though? So, for instance, there's a movie I love, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo.
1: Yeah, I love that movie. Okay.
0: Well yeah, the book. In the And the audio description, it says something like she shrugs her lips. And I'm like, wait, huh? what is that? So I asked the sighted person, I'm like, what does it mean if a person shrugs their lips? And they're like, I've never even heard of that. And oh, I'm, like, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my Lord, well, I'm never going to know. Lips are not
1: shrugged. <laughs>
0: I've never heard of that. She shrugs her lips. It's just stuff like that. There's other examples, but that's the one that jumps out at me because I've watched that movie 1800 times. There was a movie I was watching called Skulls The narrator said something that was intended to describe a gesture that someone made. Mm -hmm. So what he said is something like, he tapped his chest with homeboy irony. And I'm like, so did he tap his chest with his fist? Did he tap his chest with like two of his fingers?
1: What does that even mean?
0: Two guys were in a verbal disagreement. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys just walked out. You know, he got mad. And so that's when the narrator said he taps his chest in homeboy irony. And I'm like, what is that? What? You may as well have just said he stormed off because I do not understand what that means
1: no one says that does that i don't Homeboy oh boy irony though please who wrote that yeah and that made it that made the final cut and that's sad <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's just stuff like that in audio description. It's not frequent, like I said, but there's times where you stumble upon that. And it's like, can you describe stuff in a way that makes sense,
1: please? And that's the things that pull you out of the moment. You're like, what just (laughs) happened and why?
0: ah Anyway, yeah, that makes me laugh every time I watch. That's another movie I've watched 1,800 times. There's just stuff like that in audio description. I feel like they intentionally fuck with us sometimes. I'd be taking it too personally. I'm like, y'all, y'all intentionally wanted to fuck with us.
1: Sometimes it does feel like <laughs> they can get away with stuff because who's Ooh. gonna really say anything, right? Like, oh, blind people will, That make a hullabaloo, but is it really gonna matter? Like, I remember when we were watching WandaVision, it's a Marvel thing. They were talking about one of the characters who was coming back the next show and everybody was like, oh, everybody was trying to guess online. Like, who is it going to be? This guy is it going to be this guy. Well, they told us who it was. So they were like, oh, people who watch the audio description already know who it is. So there was the blind faction like, eh, we got one up on y'all. Oh, that's <laughs> <You know>?
0: interesting. <laughs>
1: But that never happened. And that's everyone was going crazy because it never happens. They're like, usually we don't get to know. And so I think, was there a problem with that? Did Disney say like that wasn't supposed to happen? I can't remember. But the next time they did something along those lines, we didn't get to know. But the thing is, is that sometimes like who's really going to check them? Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. It's whoever mixes the audio.
1: It's such a small audience, comparatively speaking, that, you know, they're like, oh, well. You can write in, but we may or may not change it, and it's not going to break anything. So,
0: Right. I've encountered a show. I don't know what happened. Only 75% of it was audio described. Huh? I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody forgot to. It's people putting the audio together. fault, whoever it was. They left part of the audio description out or whatever. They didn't have a read for it or something. And so they just didn't get back to that person and be like, hey, you. sorry, we left a quarter of the whole show out of your script. Sorry about that. Maybe
1: they did have it and they, like you said, just didn't add it. It's kind of like when they have Braille signs on things.
0: Oh, my Lord. Yes, And the
1: Braille is not correct. Oh yeah. But majority of the people aren't going to know that. No so one's going to know that. Right. Unless you're reading. I'm like, What the hell am I reading? But by and large, the population who can't read Braille is a hell of a lot bigger. And same with audio description.
0: Oh, I've just remembered something. Right. One thing I find happens frequently in audio description because I consume so much audio described content is characters' names get switched that oh man there are times when they're like they'll say that daniel is speaking and it's it's not daniel it's alex or whatever and it's like you know by the person's voice i'm like Mm -hmm. they fucked your script up
1: shit here's the thing that happens in Audiobooks, too.
0: I will admit, right now, I don't read very much, not when it comes to actual books.
1: I've seen it where they'll read an entire passage and I'm like, This is not that character. What and do you mean
0: that they you're breaking my brain? I, I really don't know what you mean when they the author wrote it, the author wrote the book,
1: the author wrote and the they book. got their characters. And no, the oh. person narrating got the characters wrong, and instead of they're going just back reading and the fixing book, it, what do you mean? They're reading, listen. It depends on what genre you read. I read a lot of fantasy slash urban fantasy, stuff like that. I read a lot of fiction. In those books, there are lots of characters. People change their voices for characters. So each character has its own voice. And sometimes the narrator will read, we'll just say Bob and June, okay? The narrator might read Bob's part in June's voice. You're like, mm-mm. See, that's not-
0: I blame the person who edits the audio because yeah. they are the people who who did not catch that." Exactly. They're like, "Oh, I got audio. I edited it to sound good, but you didn't edit it for consistency to make sure that this voice that's being performed right now is what matches, the you character. know, whoever the character is in the story." Mhm. Huh. I'm not going to say I haven't encountered it. I haven't read fiction or fantasy in so long. I mean, because usually when I read two, it's I read like two or three books a year and it's like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So not a whole lot of voicing going on. Right. There is some, sure. but not very much. That's our take on audio description. Apparently,
1: <laughs> I can't live without it personally.
0: I love it. Audio description forever. This is Intersectional Insights. If you like our content, leave us a rating or review to help the podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you have any comments, questions, or topic suggestions, you can email us, intersectionalinsights at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening.